0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to yet another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. You're here with me, Samrin, today, and we are going to look forward to Bayern's game against Hoffenheim. So... Because of the way that the Bundesliga table is structured, it seems like Bayern is involved in a top of the table clash pretty much every week. And this week is no different. Bayern sits on 19 points in second after 10 games. Not that great of a return with 5 wins to their name. Hoffenheim also has 5 name, uh, wins to their name, but one more loss, which leaves them in fourth with 17 points. So, I want to. I guess I want to start with talking about Hoffenheim because I don't really know what to make of Hoffenheim because they're this they're this really good attacking outfit and they seem to be producing results um not every single week but you know they've had they've had some very good results this season they beat Mainz 4-1 uh they beat Leverkusen 3-0 but then again who hasn't beaten Leverkusen and they beat Augsburg 1-0. And as we know from experience, Augsburg is a tough side to beat. Is it, but there's been there's been these games where they... I watched them against Werder Bremen and they were the better team. And they should have put that game out of sight. But then they went on to lose that 1-2-1. Inevitably, they beat Schalke twice. Last week on Friday and then yesterday in the Cup. Schalke has been just awful. So, yes, there are some injuries. Uh, Kramerich is most likely going to be out for this one. And Ilias Babu, their forward, who I quite like, is out too. So, it just... Obviously, when these forwards are out, it has a big influence. But, I mean, Baumgartner's still on the side. I think the side still has enough talent to score... More goals than they're doing. Munaz Dabur is still in the side, so for now let's let's look at how Hoffenheim lined up against Schalke. They had Oliver Bauman in goal. They had Ensoki, Kevin Vod, and Ozan Kabak, one of their new recruits from Schalke. As their back three, they had Tassende, Baumgartner, Dennis Geiger, Grisha Promol, and Robert Sko as the five in front of the back three, and they had Munaz Dabur, Jorginho Rute. Who's just a fantastic player up front. They have enough pace to get at that Byron back line, no questions asked. They I don't want to say they traditionally do well against Bayern. but and the in the very least, they always put up a fight. So I wanna I wanna say that they are a dangerous attacking outfit. But I think they play. They get the they get the attacking outfit part of that right. I think in some way, some of their problems are similar to Bayern, where they can't seem to score enough goals from the chances that they create because they are a very creative outfit. So there's some very interesting results between Hoffenheim and Bayern. They. The last time that they played on Hoffenheim's ground, the result was 1-1. So, I remember that game and I thought to myself that maybe Bayern should have won that one. It was was an interesting game. Baumgartner scored in there and of course did Lewandowski. So, aside from that, when they met in Bavaria, Bayern beat them 4-0 and then of course they (laughs) before that they traded a pair of 4-1s with Bayern winning 4-1 in Bavaria and Hoffenheim winning uh, 4-1 in Hoffenheim in Sinsaim so yeah I again I'm struggling with Hoffenheim because you, you know there's that aspect of Hoffenheim not exactly being a traditional Bundesliga outfit and so it's hard to support them but when you when you, when you you look at what they produce on the pitch they're, they're a lot of fun to watch and yet this season I can't help but feel that they're underperforming and if they had put if they really put their foot down they would have probably won a few more games than they have today so that's half a nine for you what about Bayern? so the post game will have told you some of our staff's thoughts on how we thought Byron fared against Augsburg I guess I don't have much to add aside from I thought Bayern started off really slowly and I believe this is Bayern's first comeback win of the season when Bayern goes 1-0 down now unlike the flick days there's no guarantee that Bayern's getting back up again and so especially against a hard-working side against a uh, pressing side who had already beaten Bayern this season. Bayern put up a really really strong performance. Sometimes against Augsburg the back lane looked edgy but you know that's what cup ties are like and you almost expect cup ties to be like that. So against uh, against Augsburg the way that Bayern lined up was that Sven Ulreich in goal and I think that will continue to be the case because Manuel Noir is possibly looking forward to his last World Cup. Alfonso Davies, Delecht, Upamecano and Pava made up the back four. I don't think Pava will start against Hoffenheim. I think Masravi will come in just because there is that game against Barcelona to think about as well in midweek. So I could see that happening. Goretzka, Kimmich lined up in the middle of the park. You know, they Goretzka looked pretty good moving forward in the second half. Kimmich, of course, scored a very important goal in the game and also, also tracked back a lot to help the back line. At times, I thought Ufumikano and Dilik did not look the strongest in that game. So I want to give Kimmich some credit where it's due. Mane, Muzial, and Ginevri lined up as the three behind Chupa Moteng. Now, this is interesting. I'm not sure if Komon is going to be back for this one. I don't know if suspension goes into this game as well. But if it doesn't, I think Komon should play ahead of Mane. Not just because Mane deserves some rest... But he he really did look so worn out. It's not that he doesn't stop trying. He he consistently tries. He's the ultimate effort player. But maybe the guy could do with the break. Musiala was excellent. Thomas Müller came on late, which is good news. Gnaabri sometimes looked incredibly polished, worked hard, and sometimes just could not could not find his footing. So. It'll be interesting to see who Julian Nagelsmann goes with, but I do think he's going to stick Choupa up front. I don't think Choupa will play against Barcelona, but I think he will, he will start against Hoffenheim because why would you not reward a player who has put in two very good performances, one against Freiburg and, of course, this one against Augsburg? It, it feels almost punishing to not start him against Hoffenheim. And uh, for a player who has seen such little game time, it, it's impressive how... He's fitting in and um, today my commentator reminded uh, me that Chupo had started his career on the wing. Or basically he played on the wing at some point and it shows how he can act as a creator to goals. He's not just an out-and-out number nine. He can blend in with the midfielders behind him very well too. And he has a striker's instinct for goals. So... I think Hoffenheim is tricky and if you can't finish against Hoffenheim this game could change very quickly so I would keep Chupo up front now I want to say that there is a different flavor about Bayern lately the game against Freiburg was a must win just because of how the table looked going into that game but more so even uh even today was in a way a must win test because they had lost to Augsburg already, and i think I think you just you just have to start a guy who can finish and who gives the attack a focal point in and I argued this in um the last flagship show where he said he doesn't believe that Bayern needs a true number nine, and i'm I'm not even sure how much I believe that Bayern needs a true number nine, although I argued for it in the flagship show because at the end of the day, it's not like we are struggling to find goals, but it's just that one needs to go in for more to follow. So I would keep. Chupo, and I I'm very curious to see what Nagelsmann does moving forward about the number 9 issue, because it seems like he, he wants to keep Chupo for now, here's the thing, Chupo normally does play cup games, but this was not just any cup game, this was a pretty big game, considering our history with Augsburg so, go to Nagelsmann to play him and, yeah I expect to see him against Hoffenheim as well. How this game will go down, well, I don't think Hoffenheim will sit back. They're just not a teammate to sit back. So I think they're going to be more open. Not as open as Freiburg was, but more open than most of Bayern's opponents have been. Andre Brighton Breitenreiter has done a very good job so far. And I expect this game to be full of fun. If Hoffenheim scores first, I expect them to go forward and look for a second. No doubt, Hoffenheim will not sit back and try to defend a goal lead. I highly, highly doubt it. In terms of some more injuries, we know Luca Hernandez is out. Leroy Zane is not coming back anytime soon. I think he's out for three weeks. Other than that, I think we have pretty much everyone else aside from Zane in the front four five to select from. It's great that Alfonso Davies is back. It really is. He's so important to the attack. But he, you know, he defends from the front and all. But he's a very good defender. He's a high-quality defender. And it shows. So, other than that, I think now that Bayern's got this game down, they just, they they gotta go ahead and beat Hoffenheim to keep up the momentum. Like, you know, get the job done when you can. So yeah, I think that about covers it from me. I expect this to be a great game. As always, be sure to stay tuned to Bavarian Podcast Works for all of your up to date coverage in Bayern Munich and Germany. Follow us on Twitter at Bavarian Works, at the Bear Blog, at Tommy Adam Seventy One, at BFWN, and more. This has been Samrin, and this has been the preview for the Hoffenheim game. It, on Bundesliga's Saturday kickoffs so till then take care